Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker, President of Senior Care Consulting. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. The mission here on the program is to provide information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. We discuss important subjects such as how to remain independent in your own home. We will definitely discuss that in the first half of the program today. When to consider moving from your home to a senior care community? How do you find the right senior care community for your needs? And then there's the cost, how to pay for the high cost of senior care. We also review legal issues involving elder law and estate planning, and we discuss and review how to care for the caregiver. So if you're listening to the radio right now, maybe you're streaming us online or listening to a podcast after the fact. Again, thanks so much for being here today. If you need help with placement services from my firm, Senior Care Consulting, or if you want to learn more about the services provided by one of our very knowledgeable guests, you can always reach us on our toll-free number. It's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. Don't forget to visit us online at Senior Care Live, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com. All right, without any delay, I want to welcome back my friends and special guests today, the good guys from Mr. Remodeler, Keith Blay and Mark Worth. And Keith and Mark, thanks for uh, being on the program today. I appreciate it. Great being here. Thank you, Steve. All right, it's great to see you. Now, Keith, last time you weren't here, and I had to I had to stop and to correct myself. Er, wait a minute, it's the good guy. Nah. From, yeah. Yeah, from Mr. We had to go singular. We're dwindling quick. Yeah. <laughs> we lost the plural. <laughs> but but we know we know you had a, uh, a I won't say a minor procedure. That, that's far from a minor procedure. But uh, we were wishing you well on on uh, on air. I don't know if you caught that, but uh, uh, it, it looks. You're looking good. Well, it, you know, it's uh, I had a valve replaced. Yeah, in my heart, which uh, I was talking about off mic that uh, they kept just referring to it, to it as a valve replacement. And they were just casual about. Yeah, it. Yeah, they were real casual. About like it. No but big it was deal. done down at St. Luke's. Yeah, they yeah. do them all the time. They got the great uh, cardiovascular yeah. surgeons down there, and uh, it wasn't until a few days before the surgery somebody used the term open heart surgery, and I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> I, I have not had any procedures done to my anything. <laughs> so this was my first inroad into, into oh, surgery was open heart surgery. Radio, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that's that's a heck of an introduction to surgery. Yeah. You went right past 101. Yeah, so, I've never been one to walk before I run, and so I just ran right into that. <laughs> and and you know, my expectation was uh, I'll be in there for three or four days, and then I'll be out. And, and I was asking the doctor, when can I go back to work? 
And he's like, well, you should at least take, you know, the next week off. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I ended up in there for seven days. So I went into AFib, blah, blah, blah. Uh, seven days? That's a long time. Yeah. And uh, so I get home on a Sunday. That Monday morning, I send an email out to everybody that I'm going to ease into this, you know, but by Friday, I should be full time. <laughs> right. Mark came, Mark came by the house. And another fellow came by the house on Wednesday. I saw my son that same night. I was wiped out for Thursday and Friday. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm on, this is the end of week seven. So I'm doing pretty good right now. I can oh, you're now, great. I can now lift things over 10 pounds, which is kind of a pain because I got out of a lot of stuff by not being able to lift anything over 10 pounds. <laughs> so Mark, you've been working double time? <laughs> well, I'm having toting the bags. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, we do have a good team at Mystery Modeler. Yeah. I mean, that's everybody, you know, Keith and I would talk, and he goes, you know, how's everything going? I said, everybody stepped up to the plate, just not only did what they were supposed to do, but, you know, helped out. And did extra, because, I mean, yeah. Keith, Keith uh, you know, we, we have fun here, but Keith carries a heavy load. I mean, he's 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 a busy guy. He does a, a lot of work, and so the, the team pulled together, and that's awesome. I think what we really found out is I don't carry any load. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would... You know, I, I think uh, it did put some things into perspective. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of joked about, oh, well, you know, no big deal. You'd be gone a couple of weeks. But then it's like, oh, we need to do this. Or, you yeah. Know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, people want paid, you know, things like that. Yeah. You know? yeah. Things like that. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 yeah. That's, that's so, yeah. So, so uh, we got a valve replacement and then open heart. So, I mean, they cracked your chest and the whole thing. Yeah. When Mark told me that, I'm like, oh, man, I, I just like, I just winced. I, oh. Yeah, it was, it's, right now it's not, it's not too bad, but for the first few weeks, every time I cough, they give you this thing called a heart hugger. And oh. I guess some lady invented it, uh, I don't know, a few years back or something. Of course, now she's Richard and Roosevelt. Yeah. But, uh, it really helps. Because well, that and the painkillers. <laughs> because it, it probably kind of pushes in, so when you're right. coughing, it pushes out, it doesn't flex as hard. Right. So my understanding is they've got, when, when they do a procedure like that, there aren't just the stitches, which there weren't any stitches on the outside. I don't know if they're used super glue or what, but yeah. the, there, there are layers of stitches inside Internal, from yeah. your sternum up. So, and you could tear something inside and not even know it. Oh, man. And, uh, I, I fractured one rib, one little fracture, one once. rib, and I coughed and I thought someone just hit me with the back. Yeah. It's, I can't imagine your whole op- like open heart surgery, your chest is cracked and coughing with that. That would be brutal. Yeah, it was, it was, it was quite the experience, kind of put everything in perspective. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think too, when they want you to stay home like that, they just really don't want you to be around a lot of other people either. You right. Know, you start get, get the flu or yeah. a cold and well, you earlier, pick up something from somebody. Yeah. Then, then what are you doing? Then you're you in know? trouble because yeah. your body's been compromised and it's trying right. to repair. Well, yeah. And from what, uh, October to February or March of this year, there was something going around the office constantly. Yeah. Everybody was coughing and hacking and whatever. And I'm like, man, if I would have done it during that, that would have been a pain. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you'd have to probably wear a mask and everything yeah. else. But I, you know, what, you know, we talk about this all the time, you know, aging issues and being ready and, and all of that. And, you know, probably shouldn't admit this, but I had my bathroom painted about a year ago and they took the grab bars down and I didn't realize until Saturday. I never had them put them back up. And so I'm on the phone with one of the guys. I was going, I need you to go put those grab bars up. Yeah. I'm coming home tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Can put my grab bars up like You're right. really And they were I mean, some of them weren't really a necessity. Yeah. Um, but the one in the shower sure was. Oh, yeah. I mean, it just made everything a lot easier. Um, but, you know, I do these radio shows. I talk about it on the, and then I'm the one that makes the mistake of not doing it. It's, 
It's that easy to not think about. Yeah, yeah. So and, much for that until proactive, you, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm always saying you need to be proactive. proactive. You need to be proactive. Right. Uh, just the day before, just go yeah, put right. your stuff yeah. Yeah. And I had been proactive until I painted. <laughs> that is funny. Be sure to call Mr. Remodel. They really are good guys. They're great guys. Uh, so if you're thinking about you know remodeling your home, making some modifications so that you can safely age in place. We talk about that all the time. There, there, there are no, no, uh, no jobs that are too large or too small. I mean, they can help out with a small job. They can definitely help you out with the large jobs, but definitely call Mr. Remodeler. You can trust them. And I'm just saying you can definitely trust them to do a great job. 913-362-7166 or 816-453-3049. Online at mrremodeler.com. That's mrremodeler.com. A lot of before and after pictures. You can see a space that might look like your space. And then you can see what they've been they were able to do to transform that space and make it usable, safe, and, and keep, and the whole goal of staying in your, in your home and, and be safe doing that. Well, one of the, one of the biggest projects or most common projects we're doing right now is, is, um, either taking out a bathtub or a shower and then putting one that you, we can, the homeowner can walk in or even roll into, you know, a zero entry or zero, mm-hmm. nearly zero entry. We've got a couple of those going right now. Um, it's relatively low cost. I mean, for what assisted living costs, maybe a month. Yeah, yeah. You can completely make your your bathroom uh, accessible. Yeah, a- absolutely. So if and, and it's funny, we were talking off mic again, but I I toured a, a CCRC earlier this week, and and there's this place, and it was independent living. They they licensed it for assisted living, but they had a bunch of bathtubs in there. So they had to like cut out the front of the bathtub and then stick in this kind of this insert. And yeah. I'm sitting here thinking, I think I would have just ripped that bathtub out and just made it a real roll in zero entry shower because you've got mold and all kinds of, you know, funky stuff that can grow underneath that insert. That it just sounds like kind of a cheap way to, to go through that. It, it, it sounds, it doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't sound like the right thing to do to me. Well, I think long term, they probably will be tearing those out at yeah. some point. Yeah. Um, because we do see see that, and we've torn some of those out, but also sometimes you get in a position, you just have to do whatever it takes to yeah. get somebody home or yep. whatever the need might be. Yep, so you you can, so if if you're looking to age in place and and. I was going to say an older home, but I mean, you can have any home with the, with the, the bathtub shower combination. And then all of a sudden that is a barrier. And if you right. cannot address your hygiene needs in your home, then that's a major, major problem. That alone could force you out of your home to assisted living. That's five to six thousand dollars. I priced one out this week at about seven thousand dollars a month. Uh, and, and then or, or into the, the nursing care, the long term care communities, otherwise known as nursing home. And that's you know, looking at six to seven thousand dollars a month for a semi private shared room. 10, you know, 10, 12,000 dollars a month easily for a private room. And, uh, and why not spend a little bit of money, modify your home, age in place, Give Mr. Remodeler a call. They can help you stay in your home just by making maybe even a few changes. 913-362-7166 or 816-453-3049 online at mrremodeler.com. And uh, Keith and Mark, let's uh, continue our conversation right after the break. But first, the Senior Care Live question of the week. When you remodel your home to age in place, 
the job must be ADA compliant. Is that statement true or false? So you're going to make a home remodeling uh, job to age in place that must be ADA compliant. Is that true or false? I'll have the answer right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number at any time, 1-800-331-6445. Again, 1-800-331-6445. Don't forget you can stream this program to any electronic device. So easy to do. Go to SeniorCareLive.com. Click on the big microphone right on the home page or the Listen Live button. Give it a few seconds to connect, and then it will stream straight to your phone, your tablet, your your desktop, laptop, whatever you have. It really is that simple. All right, back to our Senior Care Live question of the week. When you remodel your home to age in place, the job must be ADA compliant. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is... False. The answer is false. And Mark, why is that statement false? Well, when the American Disability Act uh, came about, it was really designed for commercial buildings. And those guidelines, and we do use those guidelines in residential applications. However, we tend to design the product specific to the person in need. Whereas in a commercial building, they're looking at the average height of a person, the average size of a person, Mm -hmm. and just trying to kind of, you know, Put everybody into that same package where when we do it, it's more, you know, if the lady it's might more be customized. Four, yeah, she might be four foot ten inches tall or the man might be six foot seven. And mm-hmm. so grab our heights. You know, we can move those around. The height of the toilet and a lot exactly. of other considerations. And I always look at the ramps. That's the, the biggest mm-hmm. situation where a ramp has to be much flatter in a uh, commercial application uh, than a residential application. Mm-hmm. We can make it a little bit steeper. Uh, but. There again, I mean, we don't want to make it too steep, right. simply because it's harder for people to push another person up or pull yourself mm-hmm, up mm-hmm. And, and those types of things. But yeah. uh, we, we, we look at those things, but we're not adhering to every just little thing. Yeah, so. and it's a requirement for commercial applications, and they have a kind of a cookie cutter. You have to meet these guidelines, period. Right. It's not you, you can't even uh, argue about it. Right. Uh, but in right. a residential application, when you remodel someone's home to age in place and you make these modifications, you're really modifying their home to the, the person living there or the people living there. It's just really a, a custom, a custom right. build job. Well, sometimes it's impossible to do it, to be ADA compliant, just simply because of the size of the rooms. Yeah. Your bathroom, your, you know, even where we put a ramp in a garage, a lot of times the garage is not even big enough unless you made some big serpentine ramp all through the entire yeah. garage. Yeah. To, where you didn't have a garage left. It's like so. worlds of fun. You're going down exactly. and back yeah, and down exactly. and back to, yep. to get you up there. And then, with, with no ability to rope one of them off to go the fast route. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. I've got my fast pass here. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. 
So be sure to call the good guys from Mystery Modeler. They have been in business. Now, check this out. If you haven't heard this before, in business since 1969. Yeah, you heard that right. Next year, going to be the 50th anniversary, 1969. You do not work in the business of construction and remodeling for 49 years unless you're doing something Right. Call Mr. Remodeler today at 913-362-7166 or 816-453-3049 online at mrremodeler.com. And, uh, Mark, you, you said that you've, you've done some work for, you know, some of the personalities on some of the radio shows around here. And when she, she talks about, and she's even done some commercials, and when she says, you know, when you've come to my home, and she's not kidding. She, you, no, no. I, I mean, she, yeah. she is a customer and data rights, one of our clients. And you've worked, yeah. you've worked with her in her home and that, that's, we think have, that's really we are, cool. we are again. Yeah. That, uh, and again is, is the key word. Right, right. Right, right. Because what what's the motto? The best calling card uh, you can leave behind is a job well done. Yeah, it's it's important to note though when she wants a new kitchen countertop, she calls Mark. I got the call when she needed a doggy door for Tank. <laughs> <laughs> what does that say about you, Keith? I don't know. <laughs> Nine o'clock on a Saturday morning, I get a text. I need a doggy door for Tank. <laughs> So, 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 and, but you know what? A doggy door for tank is important. That's a small job. It's a small job. <laughs> that, that's a big dog. It's not that small. Oh, okay. Job. All right. All right. So that's a medium. That's a pretty good sized job. Uh, but, but it's not like you're, you're building on a half a house onto a yeah, house. No, no, right. Yeah. So, so when you, when you work with Mr. Remodeler, if you're, a, if you're a customer of theirs and, and a, a, I mean, a large percentage of their customers are repeat customers because they've been so happy with the work that was done. They guess, then guess what happens? You call Mr. Remodeler back the next time that you need to do something, anything from the top of your roof to the foundation of your house. Mystery Modeler can help you. 913-362-7166-816-453-3049. Online at mrremodeler.com. You could also go uh, Facebook, just uh, just do a search of uh, Mystery Modeler and uh, mm-hmm. uh, have a great Facebook page. Uh, Mystery Modeler is uh, just just highly rated with the Better Business Bureau. Uh, they participate in several, you know, the Chamber of Commerce, CAP certified certified aging in place specialist, and and Keith and Nary Mark, member, Nary member, a member of Nary, and uh, so all of those things are important and just just very highly rated. Uh, you don't. Like Dana Wright, I've I've heard one of the commercials. You don't want a neighborhood handyman. Nothing against the neighborhood handyman, but there's some things that are too important to let someone who doesn't specialize mm-hmm. in this type of work. You you just you don't want to do that. You want people who know what they're doing when they're remodeling your home, making some. It could be a minor modification, like it may. And you know what? It may not even involve aging in place. It may be a doggy door for tank, right? <laughs> right? Or, or, or something, or something fairly simple. Or it could be adding a half a house onto your house and has nothing to do with it. Obviously, we talk about aging in place here a lot. Uh, but either way, for for any reason, definitely give Mister Remodeler a call nine one three three six two seven one six six or eight one six four five three three zero four nine. Well, and a quick little uh, statistic: we recently um, calculated. All the older, um, well, actually, I had a, I had a fella tell me we're not old clients. 
That's or right. Former clients. Former clients. Previously. Yeah. Clients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Previous clients. He used to yeah. be the engineer we worked. He walked up to me at Applebee's <laughs> and went, I got a bone to pick with you. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, so former clients. Yes. Yeah. Um, if I remember right, Mark can correct me. It's about 50, 50 versus new this I year, think isn't so. it? Yeah, about maybe a little so. higher. Yeah, and then um, you throw referrals in there, and it, yeah, you it, throw referrals in there, and it's it's no yeah game over. So yeah. and, that, and that's you know we of course have to acquire new customers, sure, but being able to say you know half of our half of our customer base are you know repeat customers. I don't know if mm, I, don't, I don't know if anyone else could say that. Yeah. I mean, that that's a that's a really large loud statement, right? And it also it's it makes a statement on the variety of work we do. We don't just do kitchens and baths. Yeah, you know, so a lot of customer a lot of Companies that are perfectly fine, they just they do two things. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they're very focused on that. That's right. that's the high end. That's the highest expenditure. Uh, and and if you needed something a little bit smaller done that wasn't related to a a bath or a or a, a kitchen, yeah, they're not interested. Well, yeah, we just redid the entryway of a church. Oh, okay, um, that's cool. Was it? Yeah, it was the entryway. Yeah, redid the mill work and and moved stuff around and everything. Um, so it's nice. really. We're a general contractor. We're a remodeler. Absolutely. Our guys go in and do whatever is needed. That is excellent, excellent. Uh, Mr. Remodeler, 913-362-7166 or 816-453-3049 online at mrremodeler.com. And Keith and Mark, thanks so much for being here today. I appreciate it. Thank Great you. Great to be here. And and Keith, I'm glad you're you're looking you're looking great. You're sounding great. So I'm glad to have you back. Glad to be back. All right, we'll have more right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number at any time. That's 1-800-331-6445. Again, 1-800-331-6445. Don't forget, if you miss an episode of Senior Care Live, Maybe you want to share the program with a friend or someone else or, uh, or a family member. It could be anyone. Maybe you just want to go back and listen to it again. There's no worries at all. Just give us a few days after the program airs and go to SeniorCareLive.com. Click on the podcast tab, and that's where you'll find all of the previously aired episodes. You just click the play button. It'll start playing up for you, and uh, feel free to help yourself to that. Lots and lots of people do. I just want to say thanks again to uh, my friends, and they really are good guys, Keith Blay and Mark Worth with Mystery Modeler. And uh, and, and I tell you what, if I need, and I built, a, I had a house built, uh, so we're you know fortunate to have, have a newer home. Uh, but you know, it's twelve years old now, and uh, we may we may want to make some changes. Uh, I'm one of those uh, homeowners that has a corner jacuzzi tub that's just kind of sitting there. Uh, it needs some repair. We haven't repaired it yet, and it's just kind of taken up space. So, uh, so, uh, but trust me, when we need some repair, some home remodeling, uh, and it's not to age in place, uh, but when we when we need anything done to our house, 
I will be calling Mr. Remodeler, and I would recommend that you give them, just give them an opportunity to compete for your business. I think you will be pleased. 913-362-7166 or 816-453-3049. Online, mrremodeler.com, mrremodeler.com. And uh, been in business since 1969. That is is a stunning, I mean, longevity, 49 years, unbelievable. Uh, They were doing CAP certified, certified agent place specialist. They were doing that type of work long before there there was ever such certification. So give the guys a call and uh, have them out, Mr. Remodeler. All right, so we're going to shift gears here and... You know, we talk a fair amount on the program about, you know, when you should consider moving from your home to a senior care community. We've definitely talked about that. How do you find the right one? Uh, we've touched on different aspects of that. But what happens if you have a loved one or, or you yourself, you're already living in a senior care community? What advice can we give you? How can we help? Well, a couple of ways. Number one, if you're not happy with the care you're receiving in the place that you're living, maybe it's just not the best fit after all, and you've exhausted all your options, and it's just not working out, Senior Care Consulting can help you explore your options, take another look at the market, and maybe come up with some uh, some some options that are just a better fit for you. Maybe it has nothing to do with the people working there or the place. It's just not the right fit. I see it all the time. Senior Care Consulting, we get calls literally all the time from people who said, you know, we kind of had to rush into it. We were coming out of the hospital. They gave us no time at all. I mean, no time to find a place. They're like, hey, your mom can't go home. Where do you want us to send her? They're like, what? Yeah, she has to be out of here tomorrow morning. It's Thursday afternoon. Yeah, we have to discharge her Friday morning. Where do you where do you want us to send her? So we just had to pick a place and hope it worked out. Well, guess what? It's not working out. So now we want to work with a company and a consultant that works for us and in our best interest. We want to take a fresh look at the entire marketplace. We want to explore our options and we want to make the decision and move one more time and get it right. If that sounds like you, call Senior Care Consulting, 913-945-2800, 913-945-2800. Also check out our website, SeniorCareConsulting.com, SeniorCareConsulting.com. So that's one way that we can help you. Another way would be, you're living in a senior care community. Everything's going great, which is fantastic. So I would like to help in this way in discussing how to maximize the care available at any community that you might be living in. So number one, there's something called a care plan. And every place that you live in, whether it's assisted living and especially the nursing home level of care, they're going to draft a unique individualized care plan just for you. And it's going to obviously require uh, or, or cover the, the nursing requirements 
and what type of help and how much help you need with your activities of daily living. It's going to cover your medications and when they're to be dispensed, if you need transportation or not. It's going to talk about your social needs, your spiritual needs. I mean, there, there's, a, there's a ton of information in this care plan. If you need some therapy, restorative therapy, Part B therapy. So, and I would say that participating in the care planning process is, is just, is, is maybe, I, I don't know, I, I, it's, it's gotta be number one, or I've got it number one here, I, number two and number three are just about as important, but th- there's, there's, call, it's called a care plan, and then there's a process where it's developed, and then there's a process where it is reviewed periodically. So you need to participate in that, and it's, and I'm speaking very, very, especially for a family who may have a loved one in a nursing home and your loved one isn't able to participate, maybe due to cognitive impairment or maybe they're just not doing well and they're too frail and they depend on you to speak for them on their behalf. It is critical that you participate in the care planning process. And uh, it's a multidisciplinary team meeting. Talks about your medical requirements, your social needs, dietary preferences and restrictions, your medications, your physical capabilities, your spiritual needs, your bathing and grooming needs, favorite activities, any personal preferences and needs that you may have, personal interests. I mean, you're, I mean, there, there's a lot to this. And they review that. So be sure to be the care manager, the care advocate for your loved one and participate in the care planning process. That can help you to maximize the care that's available at your care community. Number two, get involved. Now that, that may sound too obvious or, oh, come on, Steve, give me some good stuff. Well, that is the good stuff. Visit your loved one frequently. Now I talk to a lot of people and they say, you know, I just, I don't like going into these care facilities because, you know, some older people there and some of them are in wheelchairs and I'm just not totally comfortable with that. Well, so then you just have to look yourself in the mirror. Now this is going to be, this is going to sound a little bit hard and I guess it is, but you know, you're going to have to kind of suck it up a little bit. And you're going to have to try your best to try to deal with the discomfort because guess what? Your mom needs to see you. Your dad needs you. Your spouse needs to see you. Your grandparents, they need to see you. They want to see you. They need you. So do whatever it's going to take to kind of get over that discomfort and get on in there and and spend some time. You know, when we're later in our years and we're looking back, I've seen a lot of these studies and, and they say, you know, some of the biggest regrets and, and they've done all, there have been lots and lots of studies. And the biggest regret for the majority of people responding is I didn't, I wish I would have spent more time doing, it's usually something to do with your family, more time with my kids, more time with my parents, more time. It doesn't, it doesn't say, I sure regret not working an extra 10 hours a week. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say, I sure regret, uh, you, know, uh, you know, not making this, uh, this, this, this particular, uh, investment or whatever. It always has to do with really personal things that really come down to spending time. 
So spend time with your loved one and just get involved. Participate. Just like, just like we did when our kids were in school. I mean, I was a watchdog, dad, dad of great dogs, right? Dads of great students, right? And, and, and we volunteered for fundraisers for the band and the choir and all that kind of stuff. We were in and out of the schools all the time. We, we participated. This is the same thing. Just there's kind of a role reversal. We're doing this for our elderly loved ones now. Participate in family council, family support groups. If that's available, volunteer to assist with outings and special events. Help the staff put up decorations uh, and other activities when possible. Spend time with your loved one and stop by during different times of the day so you get to uh, see them interacting and how they are getting along at different times of the day and, and with different staff members, and that includes nights and weekends. Right, get to know other family members and other residents at the uh, at the care community. You're going to find that after a while, uh, you you've met a couple of new friends, a couple of new uh, gentlemen or ladies, and they're kind of starting to look after your mom, and you're kind of starting to look after their dad. And all of a sudden, your family just expanded a little bit because now everyone's looking out after everyone else's loved one, and that's a really neat thing that happens if you make an effort and if you get involved. You just there. I just can't. I can't say that any more clearly than I'm saying it. Definitely get involved. So participate in the care planning process and get involved. And if you do those two things, you it will help you to maximize the care available at any senior care community. I'm going to have several more tips and strategies right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number at any time, 1-800-331-6445. Again, 1-800-331-6445. Right now we're talking about how to maximize your care at any care community that you may choose or that maybe that you're currently living in. So number one, participate in the care planning process. Super important to do that. And it's even more important to do that if that level of care is the long-term care slash nursing home level of care. Super important to do that. Number two, get involved. Uh, There's just no substitution for that, spending time there. Number three, build relationships. Oh, man, this one is critical this one is critical. So, and this is especially with the hands-on care staff, like the certified nursing aides. So, so the the CNAs, the CMAs, the CNTs. Uh, we talked about last week about recognizing National Nursing Assistant Week, and so uh, you you have some folks who are providing anywhere from about two to four, maybe even upwards of five hours a day of hands-on support for your loved one. So what I recommend, this is very, very important, 
try to cultivate and develop a relationship with them. And again, this takes time, right? So take an interest in them and their family members and just get to know them. And, and guess what? Most people don't do this. I, and I'm not sure why. But but most people don't do this. Just get to know the person. Uh, and then guess what? That person is really going to love to see you coming because because they know you're you're a really nice person. You you care about them and their family. And and, and human human nature kind of kicks in and that person's probably going to go the extra mile for your loved one. This is uh this is just really, really important. So for for someone that you like who takes an interest in you, don't you don't you feel good when you see them and, and wouldn't you go the extra mile for that person over someone else that may treat you poorly or, or just dismiss you without even recognizing you? That's a human nature kind of thing. That's really, really important. Build relationships. And, and this has to be sincere. I mean, if this, if you, if, if this just isn't you, then, then don't fake it. It has to be sincere, legitimate. Uh, so, so, but, it, but if you can just do that, just treat people with love and kindness and that, trust me, that's going to pay off for you in real positive and great ways. All right. Number four, communicate with management and particularly the administrator who is, that would be the top person uh, in the building, or maybe sometimes they may have a title of executive director. Uh, and sometimes they may have a title of, of the CEO. Typically, it's the administrator, the licensed person who's responsible for everything that happens in that building. Uh, and then the other person that you want to communicate with uh, very, very clearly with would be the director of nursing. Now, again, there are different titles. That's a that's kind of a clinical uh, uh, title and everything is very PC and they don't want to sound clinical. So maybe the health services coordinator and all this kind of stuff. There are 50 different names for the stuff, but it's the administrator and the director of nursing, the top administrative person with their license hanging on the wall and the top nurse responsible for all of the clinical actions for all of the residents within that community. So, so, and, and you can feel free to communicate with other department directors as well, but it's really, really important to communicate positive things and of course negative things or maybe concerns. Okay. But don't, don't come to them every, with, with all negatives. I mean, if there's something positive, let them know about that as well. Again, this is just kind of a human nature and just be, be a good person and be a responsible person. Uh, kind of a situation, but the old adage of the squeaky wheel gets the grease is very, very true here. And if it's not resolved, go back to them and communicate with them again and again until it's taken care of. They cannot fix it or address it if they don't know about it. So, uh, so, and, and do it professionally and, and, you know, be courteous, et cetera, but communicate with management. Number five, be patient and reasonable. These, these folks are trying to get it right. Uh, there could be a couple of hundred staff working at one particular place, and you have people coming in and out in different shifts, et cetera. So give them a little bit of time. Most places are absolutely and honestly trying to do their best job. They're trying to get it right, uh, and um, uh, but it may just take a little bit of time. So just just be patient, be reasonable. I had one of my clients uh, hand the director of nursing a medication, uh, basically a flow chart. At 11.52, she gets this pill. At 11, you know, 11.59 and a half, she gets this pill. must be swallowed by 12 o'clock. 
I'm exaggerating a little bit, but not much. <laughs> right? And the director of nursing looked at him like, are you serious? This is how we will distribute these medications. It is, uh, th- this is by our standards. It's safe. It's not exactly how you'll, how you did it at home. Looks like you did a great job at home, but we'll do a good job here. Won't be exactly like you did it at home. So give them a chance. Uh, most of these places, they're going to get it right. They're going to do a good job. The first two to four weeks are just pretty tough. It's a, it's a big adjustment for everyone, including the staff. So be patient and reasonable. So what if patient and reasonable isn't enough? What if you have communicated with management and they're asleep at the wheel? And guess what? This happens. You have been patient and reasonable, and after the 10th time, something's not being resolved and the situation is deteriorating to a situation of abuse or neglect, or it's just, it's just not, it's something that you feel you need to go over their heads. It is your right to do so. I'm going to give you two phone numbers here. If you feel like you need to, you've exhausted your options, and don't just call this number without trying to work it out. Work it out locally. But if it cannot be worked out, and sometimes that does happen, in Kansas to file a complaint, it's 1-800-842-0078. In Kansas to file a complaint, 1-800-842-0078. Missouri has a different phone number, 1-800-392-0210. In Missouri to file a complaint, 1-800-392-0210. All right, then there's some things that you do not want to take to your community. So keep your, your valuables in a safe place away from the facility. You can, you can put it in a lockbox or with a trusted family member or friend. This would include jewelry, checkbook, cash, driver's license, social security cards, credit cards, and other valuables that you don't uh, want to lose or you don't want someone walking away with those things. And, and look, inside of these communities, it's pretty wide open. So just do yourself a favor. Don't put yourself in a position then to be let down. Now, when my grandpa lived in assisted living, you know, he used to walk around with hundreds of dollars in his wallets because it made him feel secure financially. So he had dementia. He was living in a in a great assisted living community. I took five or six $1 bills and kind of wrinkled them up. So when you put them together, they was, that stack was kind of wide. Put him put it in his uh, in his wallet so that if he gave them to someone, lost them, or heavens forbid if they were taken uh, by someone, that we just minimized our, our damage there. You just have to keep... Just, just have some common sense. And again, we call this, I call this the strategies to maximize care at any senior care community. If you want your very own copy of that, just give us a call. I need an, your name and an email address. I can email you a PDF of this, 913-945-2800, 913-945-2800 for your copy of how to maximize care at any senior care community. All right, thanks for listening today. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. I'll see you next week right here on Senior Care Live.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 